0: Hi, this is Dr. Meg Hayworth, holistic psychologist and nutrition strategist, and you're listening to Get Well Soon podcast series, the show that explores how to heal yourself with food and the power of the mind. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Meg Hayworth, host of the Get Well Soon podcast series and creator of the Get Well Soon and What Celebrities Eat coaching programs, helping people heal themselves of chronic illness and persistent symptoms with food and the power of the mind. As a celebrity nutritional chef and holistic psychologist with nearly two decades of experience, I'm so excited to bring you some of the most seasoned professionals in the arena of health and wellness. Please share this podcast with anyone you think would benefit. I have interviews with top names like celebrity nutritionist J.J. Virgin on traumatic brain injuries and Chris Wark from Chris Beat Cancer on what everyone needs to know about cancer and Dr. Kim Duramo, bestselling author of the Mind Body Toolkit and so much more. So please listen. And for anyone that leaves a review on iTunes this month, you will be entered into a drawing for a free 30-minute Get Well Soon session with me, plus a downloadable copy of my acclaimed cookbook, Done with Dairy, Giving Up Gluten 14 Days to a Delicious and Healthy You. So please just take a minute of your day and help get the message of our show out to as many listeners as possible so we can help people get well. Um, all right, so today I am so excited and honored to introduce to you a colleague and very dear friend of mine who has been working with women for many years to help them overcome communication blocks with men. Now, relationships, especially our most intimate relationships, are critical to our health and well-being. So when relationships become challenging, our stress levels can go up and contribute to our illness and uh, illnesses and persistent symptoms. So my guest today helps people lower their stress and raise their what I like to call love quotient to make happier, healthier relationships with men everywhere. My guest today, Carrie Newell, is a sought-after relationship expert who has been inspiring and transforming the lives of women across the world for the last fifteen years by teaching them how to create more loving committed relationships with the men in their lives provocative and passionate Carrie electrifies audiences with her keen insight into mastering professional and personal communication between women and men Carrie offers a new understanding of the male mind and knowledge that will help women be heard supported Cherished and adored. And as a woman, I know I want and need that. So please welcome Carrie Newell. Thank you,
1: Meg, so much.
0: You're welcome. Thanks so much for being here. Absolutely. So, um, as I mentioned a moment ago, relationships can be very emotionally challenging and thus stressful on our bodies and on our health. And so, can you speak a little bit to how women can lower their stress levels in their relationships?
1: Well, absolutely. Um, When, you know, it's very interesting when men and women have challenges, how they handle them differently. And for women, Mm -hmm. the way that our brain is made up, we are constantly having, we have access to our entire brain all the time. And men can compartmentalize, (laughs) there's the word. (laughs) And so you see, you know, women, when we're upset about something or we have a disagreement or we're not happy in a situation, or something that's happened, it affects mm-hmm. us all day long, whether we know it
0: or not. Sure does. Yeah. And, and f- most of the time, I know for me, I know it. Yes. <laughs> you know, because I'm just agitated all day long. I'm emotional. I don't feel well. Right.
1: Exactly. And that in itself is taxing on us.
0: You know, you, there's, I guess, a list
1: out there of, you know, the top 10 major stressful things and, you know, challenges with the relationships are right up there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense. And, and if you think about women having more access to our brain all the time. Um, I mean, it it explains why we're considered to be much more complex. Yes. Um, And, you know, I think we're a big, big fat riddle to most men.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yes, it's challenging. and, And because of our differences, and learning to understand our differences can really eliminate a lot of hurt, anger and frustration and therefore decrease stress. So just to give you an example, we as women, we tend to take things very personally. If we're in a relationship with a man, business, you know, professionally or personally, but most of the time women that I work with are here to deal with their romantic relationships, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, We have a tendency to think that if he's distant or doesn't respond when we would like him to or when he usually does, Mm -hmm. we think it has something to do with us. Yeah. Right? Mm Right. And so many times it has nothing to do with us. And that's just, Mm -hmm. you know, if you understand how men operate, that they're very single focused, if they're focused on something at work or something happened and they're taking the time to mull it over, to absorb Mm -hmm. it and to figure out what to do, it have nothing to do with us. But it causes them to pull away in in our heads, you know, they're pulling away from us. They're not their Uh happy self. Um, we think, oh my gosh, what did I say? What did I do? Was it the meal
0: I made last night? You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. We do. We're yeah. constantly ruminating over, you know, what did I do? So, is that due to the fact that men compartmentalize things more, or?
1: Well, it's very interesting. So, women, we have access to our left and right lobes all the time. We have a larger corpus callosum, which is the mm-hmm. tissue that connects the left and right lobes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, there's there's value in both brains, and I'll explain. Mm-hmm. We think and feel and feel and think all the time. Mm-hmm. Men have a smaller corpus, corpus callosum. Don't ever tell them that. No man wants to hear that anything about him is small. <laughs>
0: smaller than it should be, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> or that women size matters. Conversation. Right? Or
1: women have a larger one, right? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so they are usually in their left lobe thinking, mm-hmm. and if they go into their right lobe to feel. They have to go back into their left lobe to express how they feel. It's something they do they don't even know they're doing. So what happens for a man is when something traumatic happens, whether it's a disagreement or a death or you know anything that's a challenge where a woman might be emotional, a man can maybe take more time to resolve it. They, I know that they can go about their day and focus on what needs to be done and what's at hand. So when you think of a man... Uh, during an earthquake or after an earthquake mm-hmm. i, I 'll share a personal experience. you know the Northridge earthquake many years ago here in Los Angeles um, awful. yeah, I was married, <laughs> and my husband was very matter of fact and very helpful mm-hmm. and you know what do you need? you know this is where we need to go, this is what we need to do. Um, the building we lived in was actually damaged, and i was I was a mess i mean to me, it was so traumatic, I was crying at times and Irrational, and I really didn't know what to do. And I'm yeah. a pretty rational woman, but to me, mm-hmm. the experience was so traumatic, and it was so helpful. So that's an extreme example. It was so helpful to have him be able to single focus and not break down.
0: You know, he was like my hero. Right. Right. Exactly. And let's you know why I, I think the masculine mind tends to have better strategies. For we're coping through things like that, I mean, you know, they're the ones going to war and creating the battle plans, you know,
1: it's true. Um, they can the challenge or the flip side of that is that they have challenges dealing with their emotional things. You know, sometimes men, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sometimes there's men that don't like to be alone. So they go from relationship to relationship to relationship. And a lot of times there's baggage carried along with that. Sure. Yeah. You know? So they're not free and clear. You know, if you've ever broken up with a man and he gets right back into another relationship and seems very happy <laughs> and uh-huh. you're left mourning and grieving and trying to process, you know, until you can get back to your happy <laughs> self for the next relationship. and Yeah. And a decade so later. Fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've always wondered that one. So, so there's a reason for this.
1: Yes. Well, Yes. I mean, we both have equity. So having access to our entire brain all the time, which doesn't mean that we don't lose things or that we're totally on top of it all the time. It just means (laughs) that we can you know, access our emotions and access our our thoughts, ideas, and opinions at the same time. And it's a part of our feminine intuitiveness, if you will, because we have that access. Now, for men, it can make us seem and also be a reality that we can be very emotional and irrational. When making decisions that men sometimes feel could be easily done, you know, without the emotion. Mm -hmm. And then for women, we think men can be cold hearted or unemotional and he never tells me how he feels and they withdraw and that can be painful for women.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, as women, we're more relational and we want to know, you know, how does he feel about me? I want to, I want to hear it as much as possible, you know, because it, it feeds the emotional goodness. You know what I mean? It does. Yes. Well, women
1: are gatherers. We want to gather the information. We want to know his likes and his dislikes. We want to know, you know, what gift we can buy him, what his favorite food is. We love Mm -hmm. gathering all that information. We do the same thing with grocery shopping. You know, the grocery stores that we go to, um, Mm -hmm. we know right where to go to find the products that we purchase and that we we love. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And men, they don't gather information like that. They a lot of men don't have a lot of close friends. They don't talk about the details. They're more bottom line.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And they appreciate the bottom line, you know? So mm-hmm. you think of a woman that wants to give all the details to her man and he just wants to hear the bottom line. We've all experienced a man before us as we are ex- ex- uh, expressing in great detail something that has mm-hmm. happened to us during the day and they yeah. kind of glaze over or they. They just yeah. check out, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you think, oh my gosh, he doesn't love me anymore, or That's he doesn't right. care, or what? There's
0: someone else. Yes, there's someone else.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's distracted. There must be someone else.
1: <laughs> and you know, it's not true. It's just they are listening for two things, most mm-hmm. all of the time. And this is every man. What is the point, or what is the problem? And it just cracks me up every time you know, the women that I work with, they're like, what? What do you mean? Like, they are fixers, they are helpers, they want to know what the point of the of what you're saying is, and they want to know what the problem is, so they can fix it. That's how they're wired. They're not jerks. That's the way they're wired.
0: (laughs) I know, as women, you know, we get really frustrated, because they're always looking to fix the problem. And often we just want to, we just want to vent the problem. We just want to say, you know, this is bothering me. And I'm, and sometimes I'll actually say that, I'll, I'll say, you know, I know there's not any way to fix this or, or I'm not looking for a way to fix this. I'll start the conversation that way. And I said, I just need to talk about this. Um, and that kind of sets him up to understand that that's what I'm looking for. And actually, for me, at least I've had good results with that. Do, do you suggest things like that?
1: You know, it's really what you said is so ideal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A man wants to win. And when you come to him and let's say you had a bad day at work or, you know, you had some issue, your car broke down, and you don't need a solution. You don't need an answer. You don't need anything fixed or, or solved, but you Mm -hmm. want to tell him and you want to just have him listen. And Mm -hmm. so if you're able to say, like you said, you know, I've got to share this problem with you and I just need to vent Mm -hmm. and I don't need any, I don't need any feedback or you know, I don't need a solution to this. I just need to get it off my chest. A man will really, really appreciate this
0: mm, because okay. it gives him
1: direction. He knows what to do.
0: Okay. And, and that is that part of what happens for men? They, they tend to like the direction they do. You're not telling them what to do.
1: You could say, I love, I would just love it if you would just hold me or, you know, if you would just mm. listen or, you know, because for them, they, it, they win, Right. Right. That's true. That's a good. Instead point. Instead of like, Oh my gosh, she's having this challenge. I'm going to go into my mode. They don't even think about it of how to fix it. And sometimes mm-hmm. when they're trying to fix something that we're upset about, we get more upset. <laughs> yeah. So true. We're not looking for the fix. Right. We're just looking to, to be able to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so. And we, you know, we want them to, you know, in to, order to have this continuity and this loving understanding relationship, we want to be able to communicate in a way that, gets us what we need, we get our needs met and also creates goodwill and happiness and respect, admiration and appreciation for the man.
0: Okay. So we're talking about a lot of, um, you know, the, the differences between men and men, women and how they think. And um, I know sometimes I get a little uncomfortable when I hear all men are like this, um, all women are like that, you know, I think um, it seems to me there's varying degrees Um, in your work? Have you noticed that?
1: You know, most of what I've taught is universal. And I would say most men and most women are like this. And yes, it's a great point that there's absolutely exceptions. Mm -hmm. Um, My father is a great example of an exception. He was raised by a very overbearing mother who, Mm -hmm. you know, our parents just do the best they can with what they have. Right. And a lot gets passed down from generation to generation. So Um, you know, my father is, has a hard time. He doesn't just want to be respected, admired and appreciated, but he also wants his feelings to be cherished. So it's challenging. He's one of the exceptions. He's kind of had what I would say some damage done. And there's men out Uh there that whether it's their mother or they had a relationship with a woman where they've been really hurt or damaged by it. And Mm -hmm. so there are exceptions for sure. And one of the challenges I see the most, Mm -hmm. um, in society is that women don't understand what their femininity is in their communication. And, you know, we're all out there working, we have businesses, we volunteer, we raise children. And while I'm a huge supporter of women can do and, or be whatever they want to do or be, Mm -hmm. we're amazing knowing the difference in your femininity and your masculinity makes all the difference.
0: Mm, okay. It gives you, you options. Can you line out a little bit about the differences between the, fem, the feminine and the masculine that you see that are yes, uh, critical?
1: Yes. Well, I want to talk a little bit about how it is relationally. So okay. if we're in our masculine, we use our masculinity to raise children. Um, we use our masculinity at work. And yet in a relationship or communicating with a man personally or professionally, when we use our masculinity, it often can be a challenge to a man in the sense that we're no longer in a position of them uh, wanting to cherish and adore us. Now, if you Mm -hmm. think of that in a professional way, that might sound strange, odd, or weird. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Sounds (laughs) unprofessional. It sounds
1: unprofessional. (laughs) But yeah. if you think about it, let's say you have employees that work for you or you have, you know, you have employees under you and mm-hmm. you respect, admire, and appreciate these men by, and, the, and you know, the, the details are difficult and long, you know, they're not difficult to do. They're just, it's too much to explain on this podcast. But if you learn this communication, you understand men, you're able to lift them up in a way that They will go to battle for you. They're never going to be throwing you under the bus. You know, they're going to be on your side, on your team. And same if you have a male boss. Yes, you want to do your job and you want to be professional. But if you show respect to your boss, he's going to put you up for that promotion. He's going to, you know, speak highly of you and be protective of you.
0: Now, are there simple ways to do that? simple things you can say that help them feel uplifted?
1: (laughs) You know, um, there are things that most women do that they shouldn't do. And I hate to say this in a negative way.
0: Okay. But it's, it's a good example, you know, because I think, you know, it's whatever's relatable is what's important. Yes.
1: And there are some things that might seem odd or strange and I'll try my best to explain them. (laughs) But, um, I'll give you an example just in a a simple communication. So most men are always single focused on something. Mm -hmm. And we want their undivided attention when we communicate with them. Mm -hmm. If we try to interrupt them or try to talk while they're doing something else, even if they've encouraged us to do so, chances are they're not going to fully absorb what we have to say, even if it's a sentence. I mean, I think okay. we've all, you know, you can think of your romantic relationship, you know, oh, tonight we have dinner with so-and-so, you know, and they come home and, hey, let's go. We're going to go, wait, what? You know, you never told me that.
0: We don't get heard. <laughs> yeah. I told you six times. right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's frustrating for the man and it's frustrating for the woman, right? Yeah. So a simple tool with a boss or a coworker, when it comes to a man um, or you're, romantic partner, you can simply ask, hey, there's something I need to share with you. You can say what it is. You know, I took the car in today. I want to tell you what the mechanic said. When is a good time? Oh, okay. And they're going to tell you, they're going to say, you know, they're going to be watching the game and say, as soon as a commercial comes, or um, I just need to make a quick phone call first or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to give you their undivided attention. And when they do the important piece is like, stated before is you want to give them the bottom line. They're going to really appreciate that. So for the car example, you know, I took the car in and it needs a new carburetor. I'm so not a car person. (laughs) (laughs) It needs a carburetor. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and then he'll respond. You might even say, what do you think? You know, asking a man what he thinks is, a great way to get him to engage in conversation with you. Okay. Um, If you tell him, gosh, I went to take the car in, and, you know, I had to stop off and run this errand first, so I was a little late for my car appointment, and when I got there, you know, there was this long wait. Can you imagine? I made this appointment, but I'm still sitting there waiting. So they take my car in. I decided to grab a bite to eat because I was starving. I mean, you know, women, we can go on and on with all the details. And I found this great little Indian restaurant we should go to dinner at sometime. So anyway, they finally came out. They thought it was this. And then they ended up saying it was the carburetor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When all he wanted to hear was
1: carburetor. Carburetor. (laughs) Okay.
0: Uh, So the Indian restaurant got, you know, sucked into the vortex of nothingness. (laughs)
1: Yeah. He doesn't get to hear all of the details. And here's the great thing is if he wants to hear more, he'll ask. This doesn't mean that you have to communicate with him like a robot, but mm-hmm. on the things where you really want to be heard, you want his undivided attention and you want to give him the bottom line. And when I speak to an audience with men and women in it, men are applauding. They just love this idea. It doesn't mean they don't care about us. It's just how they function. Okay. And especially no. in a work situation. Now for a woman, you might feel uncomfortable like you're um, asking permission, but mm. you know what? It's very powerful. For a woman to do this, because you're not bowing down and you're not like, you know, when is a good time to talk? You know, I want to tell you about the car. Let me know when is a good time for you, you know, and then he gets to say, you know, "I I can hear about it right now. Tell me what happened. The value is he hears you. Okay. You don't have to wonder. The other part of that, you know, women are such great multitaskers, and as they've discovered over the years that multitasking isn't always the most uh, productive path, but we can do the dishes and listen to his day and hear him. Mm -hmm. However, because he's not a multitasker, he feels hurt or maybe insulted or not listened to because he doesn't have that capability. So he just thinks you're not paying attention to him. Uh, So it's really important to know because we believe our realities that are the same and they're not. And that's just one small example. There's a lot of them.
0: Now, now as women, I think that um, we grow tired of taking care of everything, including our men. Um, Is there a reason that uh, this all seems to fall on our shoulders in a way as women, like how to fix the relationship or you know how to keep the relationship going. Um, uh, how might we view this commun- this way of communicating as something productive rather than burdensome?
1: Ah, uh, great question. Well, what is further awesome about being a woman? <laughs> a lot of other things. We actually have the power to make the changes that we want in a relationship where men, if they change the way they communicate with us, it might be nice, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. change the dynamic of the relationship. Why is that? Well, because men and the way their brain is created, they actually respond to what we say and do. So if we want to make a change in the relationship, we can start by making a change and they end up responding to us differently.
0: Okay. All right. So, I mean, it sounds like we as women have a lot more power. We do. Than we think we do. Um, And I think a lot of women end up feeling powerless in this whole soup of communication.
1: Well, we're powerless when we try to manipulate, when we um, try to make something forced happen, whether we get angry or cry or get upset or talk on and Mm -hmm. on about it, trying to figure it out. You know, there's so mm-hmm. many different ways that has been modeled for us <laughs> that didn't necessarily mm-hmm. work. It might have, you know, won the battle at the moment, you know, he might concede to something, but you really lose the war because the idea is when you show respect, admiration and appreciation to a man, mm-hmm. he in return is compelled. It's in his nature to cherish, adore, protect and provide for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and be a generous giver. And there's so many things that we do out of, you know, wanting to make him happy
0: that Mm -hmm. causes
1: them to not want to do those things. Wow. And so in learning this communication, you know, like you said, it seems like, You know, I had one woman say, can't we ship the men, our husbands off to an island somewhere, tell them where they're going golfing and just put them in an intensive seminar of what we want. (laughs) (laughs) And I did take note of that. It sounded like a good idea. However, Mm -hmm. when men change the way they communicate with a woman, the woman still has her masculinity. When he cherishes, adores, protects, provides, and is a generous giver, it doesn't cause a woman to respect, admire, and appreciate. She might like it.
0: But mm-hmm. it doesn't change anything. So so what causes the respect, the admiration and appreciation? And I know, you know, when as a woman, when you lose that for your man, I mean, how do you get that back?
1: It's really it can be very challenging and it's a choice. So if you choose to stay in a relationship and you want to have a loving connection and you want to get back the cherishing, adoring from him. Mm -hmm. And that's a great question because, you know, after many years in a relationship, there can be some resentments built up and anger and hurt and Mm -hmm. it's a choice. And, you know, I do offer some techniques to get rid of those emotions and the hurt and the anger. Mm -hmm. And then it's a choice to make a start. It's kind of like a cycle. We call it the relationship cycle dilemma.
0: Oh, okay. Like,
1: A man will not cherish and adore a woman who does not respect and admire him.
0: Mm, Okay. That makes sense. And a
1: woman doesn't want to respect and admire a man that doesn't cherish and adore her. (laughs) Oh boy. So that's a, that's a no
0: win situation. So, so
1: as a woman, you hold the power to start that into action mm, and it's not always easy and it's not always something you want, Mm -hmm, you know? Yeah. It's, I mean, I remember I was so self-sufficient when I was younger and I learned to be, and I actually really prided myself on that, that I didn't Mm -hmm. need help from a man and he would probably really appreciate the fact that I didn't need, I didn't take away from anything that he might want to do or need to do for himself. Mm -hmm. And it's really, that's not really how it works. You know, men want to make us happy. They want to feel needed. They want to be our hero. Mm -hmm. Um, They want to be helpful. So when I learned this many, many years ago, I had a boyfriend that was coming over for dinner and I lived in an apartment in Santa Monica and my light outside my door had gone out. Mm -hmm. Now I could so easily change it myself. You know, it was a little bit high. Mm -hmm. I'd get my stepladder and yeah, there's little webs in there sometimes that I would clean out or whatever. But I mean, you know, we're talking about changing a light bulb, right?
0: (laughs) Right, right.
1: (laughs) And I thought, okay, I'm going to ask him if he could change the light bulb for me. Mm -hmm. So an interesting thing to do is you pose the problem. And this way you're not telling him what to do or how to do it, right? So I said, oh, gosh, I said I turned on the light before you came, you know, over and the light bulb is out. That's the problem. It's exactly what I said to him. He said, oh, do you have a new bulb? I'll change it for you. So he provides the solution. (laughs) And I said, I do. Oh, that would make me so happy. Uh (laughs) There's a perfect interaction. Can I do it myself? Yes. Does he know I can do it myself? Sure. It's like opening a door. Can I open my own door? Absolutely. When a man opens it for me, I love it. I feel taken care of. I feel cherished, right?
0: I do too. Yeah. or Pulls my chair out for me, but before I sit down at a restaurant, yes, or,
1: we love yeah. all that stuff, you know, and I'm afraid that there's so many women out there that, you know, we don't want to accept that. You know, you go on a date and a man pays for your meal and it almost feels like you owe him something.
0: Mm, yeah. And, uh, that's, that's, I think, isn't that part of like the dating culture these days? I mean,
1: it's become not, that way yeah. and it's really kind of heartbreaking to me because a man wants to provide something nice and we're not letting him mm. and the woman on the other hand, you know, you have to feel that you're worthy of having a meal purchased for you and that you mm-hmm. don't owe him anything. He's getting the pleasure of your company. Now, does yeah. it mean that he pays for every meal happily ever after. Not necessarily, you know. Mm -hmm. There's ways as you get into a relationship that you give back, you know, right. Mm -hmm. And I could go on and on about giving and receiving. Giving is masculine, receiving is feminine. And yet some women are such great givers. Um, I'm a recovering giver. I don't not give, but (laughs) (laughs) I should say I'm a recovering over giver.
0: Yeah, you and me both. (laughs) Receiving. Oh my gosh. It's so wonderful when you allow it to happen. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, and it's realizing you're you're worth you're worth
0: it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Now, I do want to talk about um, health and wellness when it comes to relationships a little bit more. Um, I know there's a huge problem today with women's adrenal fatigue. How does your work address that?
1: You know, it's interesting when women use their masculinity or overuse it, I should say, because both men and women have masculine and feminine energy, right? Mm-hmm. And when sure. we overuse our masculinity, it, the short story is, is that it really can damage our adrenals. Okay. We um, use up testosterone. We have a small amount of testosterone and we use it up when we use our masculinity. Mm-hmm. And then it taps into our adrenals where men produce much more testosterone than we do. So they can handle more stress. I mean, really the way we're created, you know, we're not meant to be in our masculine all the time. Mm-hmm. And so just discovering, I think- you know, your femininity gives you a break from that and gives you this health, this relief. I mean, so many people, I should say women, sorry. So many women <laughs> I know are wiped out. They're in adrenal fatigue. Yeah. And they wonder why, you know, they're, they, they think, why can't I keep doing it? It's just too much. And your body says, uh, uh-uh. uh sorry.
0: Right. Right. It just gives out. And, um, I mean, when you, you keep talking about the masculine and the feminine, and, uh, I know a lot of women are probably more in their masculine because we, you know, like you and I, we own our businesses. We take care of everything in our own homes. Um, you know, we're doing a lot of things for a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> They may not be inside of our houses but you know we've got lots of followers and a big big communities of people that we help. So we're you know we're really busy. So what are some feminine qualities that busy women can access and bring into their lives to help reduce their stress?
1: Okay, good question. I want to start by addressing that question with just the simple fact that to most masculine women their femininity feels less powerful Mm. and their masculinity feels a lot more powerful and Mm. it's complete, the complete opposite.
0: Okay. Yeah. Your
1: femininity is (laughs) like 10 times more powerful than your masculinity or more. Um, so the idea being that, you know, a lot of people use this example, but when you're on the airplane, And you're traveling Mm -hmm. with a child (laughs) and the air, Mm -hmm. if the air masks pop down, you need to Mm -hmm. put the mask on yourself first before you help a child or an elderly person next to you.
0: Okay. Right.
1: And so it's not only learning what your femininity is and choosing to use that um, Mm -hmm. in times when it's more appropriate to be in your feminine, communicating with men, but also your lifestyle, you know, like. With you, the healthy eating is really important and Mm -hmm. being able to take time for yourself. Mm -hmm. We have a really hard time saying no in our society and we say yes to way too much. So Mm -hmm. my Mm -hmm. advice, and it comes from my own experience, is review your schedule and what you're doing. You know, where do you have opportunities to cut back so that you can Meditate, pray, be more present, take care of your Mm -hmm. health, do what you have to do. You know, if you're in adrenal fatigue, find out what you need to eat, how much rest you need, what you can do to get on the road to recovery.
0: Okay. So the feminine taking care of yourself is a very powerful, powerful measure that can actually, I would imagine it would help draw your your man, even closer to you.
1: Yes. Well, and if you have a man in your life, Mm -hmm. your femininity is going to cause him to be compelled to do whatever needs to be done. I mean, it's amazing. I've noticed Mm -hmm. it in my clients' relationships and the shifts and changes that have happened in my own Um, relationships. It's amazing. I mean, when you need help and you ask for it from a man, it is, I, I feel like I get an abundance.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's great. That's wonderful advice. Okay. Well, um, I would love to talk to you forever about all this stuff because <laughs> I know you, you are a wealth of information with all the, the years of experience you've had in this field. So, um, But how can people uh, uh, learn more about you, get in touch with you, become a part of your community?
1: Oh, thank you. Um, well, I do have some nice complimentary <laughs> gifts if you go to my website, nice. com. Okay. And I have a retreat coming up.
0: And this yes, is you I've do. wanted to do for
1: years. <laughs> and, and Dr. Meg knows about the retreat because she's going to be one of the speakers there. <laughs>
0: Yay. So, I can't I, wait. Yes. Yeah. Please tell, give some details about that retreat. It's in Ojai. Ojai
1: Valley Inn and Spa the last weekend in February 26th, 27th, 28th. And this is, the retreat is called Refresh. It's a very high-end luxury retreat that is going to help women discover the tools of just what we've been talking about to eliminate the stress, to stay healthy, and to be happy. Because when we're happy, everybody around us is happy. You know, we hear the ripple effect. If you're an unhappy person or you have going through a challenge, you know, you're not smiling at the guy that's bagging your groceries or you're not, you know, we make a difference in the world, all of us, each and every day and how we go out there. Mm-hmm. So how do we get off the roller coaster ride and learn how we can be healthy and be our best selves and be our best feminine selves? So I'm going to be sharing about communication and your femininity, and you're going to be sharing about, you know, the foods you need to eat, the foods you need to avoid, you know, what chemicals are mm-hmm. out there, why organic, what is an anti-inflammatory, you know, mm-hmm. things that are going to give you, foods that are going to give you energy and feed Yeah. You, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have Patty Contenta is coming in from Montreal, and she's an award-winning dancer, and she teaches women how to be... In their bodies, in their feminine, how to walk, sit, and stand. And not only is it does it yeah. change the way you feel about yourself, but it also is, is so much fun. She had spoken at one of our events a couple years ago and the women just had a
0: ball. Ah, it's gonna be a blast. And then <laughs>
1: yes, and then Sabrina Hart's song is gonna be coming and she is an intuitive and she really helps women
0: heal and uh-huh. she's-, she's yeah, beautiful, beautiful soul. She's got a lot of amazing tools to help she does yeah. yeah so she's going to be teaching
1: um a meditation technique that all women should be using daily Yeah. oh okay great yeah so wow I'm so big and we're going to be big in this beautiful well suite rounded. so if you want to check out the retreat it's communicationmagicwithmen.com forward slash refresh okay and um it is filling up it's a very small limited uh intimate uh
0: event Okay. Wonderful. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's going to be so fun. I know right. I can't wait to be a part of that and to, um, help women with, with, uh, gaining energy and also shifting mood with food Yes, <laughs> oh, yes, makes a big difference. We all need big, that. Great. So any, any, uh, last advice you would leave our listeners with
1: go visit the website and download the free gifts that I have there for you. And, um, you know, reach out. If you have any questions, I'm happy to schedule a time to talk to you. My passion is really helping women be happy Mm -hmm. and really get what they need, have the life that they want.
0: Okay. That's great. And that, that, uh, draws the man in and makes the man happy. (laughs) Yes. You know, it's really our happiness is our responsibility. Yes, for sure. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's just,
1: thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. It's been an awesome conversation. I can't wait to uh, share it with everybody. So, so yeah, you're welcome. So uh, thank you for listening to this podcast with Carrie Newell from communication magic with men and how to improve your relationship and thus your health. Um, If you have a chronic illness like diabetes, fibromyalgia, irritable bowel syndrome, or cancer, or maybe you have persistent symptoms like migraine headaches, skin rashes, a cough that just won't go away, if you have any of those, I would love to work with you and to help you get well soon. So just find me on Facebook, message me, join my private wellness community on Facebook, also called Get Well Soon, or check me out at meghayworth.com. And again, please take a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes. And if you re- leave a review, you'll be entered into a drawing for a three free 30-minute Get Well Soon session with me, plus a downloadable copy of my acclaimed cookbook, Done With Dairy, Giving Up Gluten. So thank you so much for listening today. Remember that food can kill you or food can heal you. The choice is up to you. This is Dr. Meg Hayworth. Thank you for listening, and I truly hope that this podcast series will help you get well soon. For more information, go to meghayworth.com to sign up for our email list, get your free copy of five anti-inflammatory on-the-go lunch recipes, and access to our private Facebook community. Thank you so much for listening.